Hi. So, in this episode, I'll be reading something from my old blog. Um, and I'm still looking for uh, the right one to be reading this morning. As usual, I'll be reading two of the writings, or two of my writings. Um, and maybe talk about the process. <laughs> like, I'm le legitimate writer, right? Like, talk about why maybe I wrote it, or what was I thinking when I, I wrote it, you know? Um, hmm. And there's actually a lot here in my blog. And I'm trying to look for the most decent ones. It's kind of hard. So all of these are really, really sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. So there's this prose I wrote that garnered like 475 notes. And in, in, the, in the world of Tumblr, that's actually a lot. Because normally the notes I get are like 80 plus, 100 plus. And that's still a lot. Um, so I think I'll be reading that. I think this was actually featured in, in prose uh, uh, category, which is why it garnered a lot of notes. I might have lost it. Where the fuck is that? Just give me one second. Alright, okay. <sighs> so... Please bear with me at this is, is really going to be cringe-worthy. So, here it goes. I don't even want sex. I just want someone to hold at night so tight that I'll keep her from breaking into pieces. I want someone to listen to all of the things that keep me awake at night, like the constant worry of where will I be th 10 years from now, or the past conversations that I keep on going back to, or missing the people who used to mean a lot to me who I used to mean a lot today I want someone to lie beside me in the midst of darkness and still see me as I am I just want someone to understand my soul I don't even need passionate kisses in a dark hallway on my way home or good morning I love yous I don't need someone to tell me that she'll die for me or that I complete her it's impossible to complete someone when you yourself are broken I need someone is who can accept the brokenness and won't be afraid to get hurt by the shards that she will be holding. I don't need someone who uses words to keep me company but is never there. I'd rather have someone who will be willing to live in my demented universe and coexist with me, like really coexist. I want someone who will never forget. I want someone who will always point to the sky at 5.52pm because she knows how much I love sunsets or will immediately tell me the best pizza place she knows. The little things count. And sometimes I prefer it than the big gestures. I don't want to be romantic, but the other way is a kind of is kind of cheesy as well. I guess my point is a lover or a soulmate is unnecessary. I just need someone who will stay. Yikes, right? <laughs> and at this point if you've been listening to my episodes, there's Something about pizza that I keep on integrating with my writings. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I love pizza and it's like the 
only go to metaphor um that i can use for my writings to to sample it as something that someone loves <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the first line of this prose kind of made me gag already because like i don't even want sex who doesn't want sex right like i only want sex nothing else this writing is kind of like the complete opposite of me now because these are all sentimental and it's really really you know puppy eye dog mood you know like oh i'm so poor i'm i'm sad someone love me <laughs> it's, it's really funny and pathetic but yeah i'll never get tired of bashing my old self it's just the way it is but it's kind of you know it's kind of fun looking back at the old writings because it get it kind of gives you the picture of who you were before and can you make kind of make you kind of makes you realize how much you've grown and have lost all the feelings you've had <laughs> so yeah mm. so i'm gonna look for another one to read here I also used to write short stories, but maybe I'm going to do that the next time I read something. Oh, excuse me. Oh, wow. The longer I scroll down, the cringier the writings are. So no, I'm going to look for something more recent. Oh, okay. So this one, I think, was just written like really recent. Not not really recent, but kind of like recent, more recent than five years or four years. Uh, I'm checking the date on when I wrote this. Um, uh, the, okay, November 3rd, 2017. Oh my God, that's how long? I have written something since I've written something. It's been three years. It feels like I've just written this yesterday. So yeah, this one doesn't have a title as well. It's kind of like just a prose that started on its own. Mm. So yeah, here it goes. You can't blame people for building their walls too high. One can get hurt so many times to realize that maybe it's time to be a little defensive Everything is a fucking risk when you've gone through everything. I, as a kid, didn't have as what you call it a wonderful childhood. My most fond memory of it was me listening to my mom singing. The rest was a blur. My dad left before I was even born to work far, far away from where we were, and I felt that it would have been better if it didn't exist. At least I would have an excuse in why I'm a fatherless bastard. People tell me I have serious abandonment issues, and that I always leave when things start to get serious. Maybe they're right. It's just that I don't want to be the first one to leave. My mom treated me like a prince in my early childhood, but started to act like a monster as I was growing up. Who's to, pay, who's to say that people who, you, uh, who love you don't change? Everyone change. And more often than not, for the worst. How would I know if the person who's an angel to me right now wouldn't change? Of course, I know they would. 
I build my highs. I, I mean, I build my walls high to avoid reliving the same misery. And it's hard. It's to see happiness in front of you. It's hard to see happiness in front of you while you're so tight from where you're standing, so that you wouldn't float. It's hard to say I love you, but not whisper. Not as much as I love myself to yourself. It's hard to hold back. It's hard to control yourself. Legend says that someone will come to your life to break that wall that we built so high that we'll be so vulnerable like the six-year-old kid we were. I just fucking hope that it'll be worth it. Wow. This has a lot of grammar error. <laughs> I didn't even bother to check the grammar lapses when I wrote this. But this is closer to who I am right now and how I feel because if you notice it's a complete uh, 180 degree turn from my previous writings that I've read this one is more cynical and pessimistic it's kind of like you know what I'm not gonna give in anymore I'm tired of waiting for people to love me fully and yeah this actually discuss my abandonment issues so it's awesome yeah i like this uh the writing is really shitty but like the thought and content is um hit hit close to my heart it's it's nice yeah maybe i'll read another one since that was one that that one was short Okay, this one. I wrote this most likely five years ago, but I'm just going to read it to you guys. And this one doesn't have a title either, so here it goes. When I was in the first grade, we were always asked by our homeroom teacher on what do we want to be when we grow up. Some wants to be an astronaut when they grow up. Some wants to be a famous actor. Some wants to be a singer or a dancer. As for me, I've always dreamed of being a scientist. I want to be the first one to discover things such as penicillin or the cure for cancer or moon buggy or maybe the secret recipe to Krabby Patty. It was in third grade then when I realized that science had a lot to do with mathematics and I know in myself that I wasn't born for numbers. I've always hated it. That's the time I've decided I want to be a doctor. I want to heal I want to heal people, revive dying people, give people a chance to cheat death. I want to make a change by helping people who can't afford to pay a doctor. And I will work for free, I said at that time. I was thirteen as I remembered when my mom gave birth to my little sister. I was in the operating room and I saw everything. And when I say everything I meant everything. And to that day I swore myself swore to myself that I would never take a job that has something to do with hospital or operation or surgery or blood. I told myself I want to be a writer when I grow up. I read a lot of books and I liked how the authors describe their world, how vivid it was to them, how detailed they can describe something, be it from a big thing to the smallest. I like how they can find a rhyme for everything. I was so entrailed by their words, caught in their colorful and fantastic world. I was one year from graduating high school back then, 
we were assigned to write any literary piece, uh, piece uh, prose, poem, essay, monologue, anything about everything under anything about anything under the sun. And it was then that I realized that I had no talent in writing in any way. The only thing that I could rhyme is day with way. I could not describe things in details. I was not born a writer, I thought. I was in my teenage stage by that time. That's why I was deeply engrossed to video games. And back then, I told myself that I'll create a dev and develop a video game. Um, it will be a hit that everyone will play it. That's why I took software engineering in college. I was in my fourth year when I realized that it was not studying. I, I was just going to school, doing what we were told to, and that's that's it. I'm not learning. Um, I wasn't even listening, even though I wanted to. And that's when I knew that I don't want to be there, in that place, doing that thing. But still, I graduated. I'm 36 now, and I still don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. When I was a kid, I had a lot of dreams of becoming into when I grow up. That Now I'm all grown up, I can tell them that I didn't turn out to be something I want. Turns out I just want to be like the others. I just want to be happy. And that's it. <laughs> this is obviously fiction. Uh, fictional, I mean, because I am not 36, I'm just 26. And I don't have a little sister because I'm the youngest sibling. Although what's true in this part is I did want to be a scientist when I was a kid. I don't know why. Maybe I just found it cool to be wearing a lab coat and then the beaker and stuff. And then playing with a test tube and whatnot. I don't know. Don't judge me. I don't know the scientific apparatus. Um, and I was actually in kind of a related field when I was in college. Not software engineering, but I took up information technology, but I was not into programming. I I was more into the graphic designing part. And yeah, so I guess that should be it for now. Um, I will see if I can record something later or maybe tomorrow. But if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Um, I don't even think this is something that people would be listening to. Uh, this is just kind of a private thing of mine. If you're listening to this, then I guess thank you. And please stop judging me, okay? Bye.